Hi, welcome to Clitterly Speaking, the podcast. I'm Michelle Doherty. And I'm Emily Lane. We are BFFs dedicated to bringing you conversations between girlfriends over a bottle of wine. Oh, I am so excited about the wine part. Oh, me too. So pull up a chair, grab your glass, and let's get talking. Well, hey, 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 Emily, how are you today? Hey, 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 Michelle. I am doing really well. Fantastic. Yeah. I love your uh, sparkly stars on your little scarf (gasps) there. Thank you. I actually got it from my work, Stars Design Group. How (laughs) apropos (laughs) that it has stars on it. So, uh, yeah. Are you feeling sparkly today? I am. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy to be here. We are in the midst of recording season five, which is shaping up to be, oh my God, amazing. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So kind of makes me feel like a star a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, how are you? I'm good. I'm, uh, you know, uh, glad to be in the studio as well. Good to see you. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have delicious wine. We have a um, great friend, guest, That's expert right. joining Which us again. Will sure to provide delicious conversation. Fantastic <laughs> conversation. Uh, as our, uh, one of our favorite uh, uh, guests and, mm-hmm. um, is uh, Dr. Donna Marche White. Yes, we had welcome her back. Season one, Hello. season three. And now we've got her back in season five. Right. I, don't, I, th- I think we have to have a podcast not as many seasons until we completely tap out everything that she has to say. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to be good for years, and I, years, and years. I know, I know. Well, for those of you who haven't quite listened to our entire catalog yet. Um, the newbies, y- right? Yes, that's right. So Dr. Donna Mache White is a cultural anthropologist um, with a very specific specialty in um, sex and uh, female empowerment um, throughout ages and uh, cultures. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. So, so my area is uh, gender, sexuality, and ethnicity. Yeah. But yes, I'm a cultural anthropologist. Right. I'm excited to be here again. Mm. I know. It's good to see you. Yes. Good to Positive. see you. Yeah. Yes, it is. Our very first conversation we had together, we talked about our first experiences. We did. Yes. We did. And... and uh, um, the second one, what did we talk about? <laughs> we did a lot. I mean, we uh, ended up with erotica, but yeah, we started that oh, with right. igniting your sexual spirit that's, or oh, reigniting your sexual spirit. Right. right. That was a good one. Yes. yes. Always, always a meaty conversation. <laughs> well, that's it? what I'm here for. <laughs> well, before we jump straight in, let's talk about the wine we're drinking yes. today. So we are revisiting a, uh, a maker. It's a different different bottle, but we've had a few bottles from this maker, Guillaume Conet, who is just the most charming man that we've had the pleasure to meet a few times. Uh, this is a French Coderone. It is a white Coderone. I had a white Coderone Yeah, before. this will be a new experience for you. A first. We had, we had yeah. read the, we did. the, first, the very first. And I think it was a Coderone. Was it Moncourt? Moncourt. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Mon-coeur. My heart. Mon-coeur. Well, this one's Lavoureux, which would be the dreamer. Oh, yeah. um, it's a 29 19. And I, you know, I just took my very first sip a second ago. So I'm going to need to yeah. like give it a, give it, it a, oh, I'm smelling apricot. Oh, yes. Yeah. Perfect. I'm getting like a little apricot on the nose, some minerality. You have pear? 
Mm, definitely pear. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really nice body. Is it mm. me or is there like a slight um, pink to the color? It does, or it could be the lighting I in here. I think it's the lighting in here okay. that we're seeing um, because, you know, I definitely, I think this is a very soft, pale yellow. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the spotlights that, you know, make us glisten for our video on YouTube. Sparkly. I think it's the, yeah. I think it's the shine from the stars on your, uh, on That's your, right. Yeah, it's delightful. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it is. And when I, I like smell a lot of flowers when I put my nose mm. into it. Okay, good. I'm not. Completely, and everyone has a different like it. It, it attacks like or not attacks a sort of, you know, blankets different parts of your tongue. So mm, yeah, I'm getting like a bruised rose petal on the nose. Yeah, I know. Speaking of flowers, <laughs> I wouldn't have said bruise. I just you know, but like yeah, because think about it, like there's a rose petal that's really just blossomed and it's mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. fragrant. Mm-hmm. This one's like been handled a little bit. Oh. <laughs> It's been yeah. manhandled. Yeah. Oh, it's and it tastes fantastic. <laughs> I've um. Well, we're gonna start already. We're gonna go into the giggles, the giggles at the beginning know, of the great. of the episode. Fantastic. Um, well, if I if this were a panty, uh, what came to mind when I had my first sniff? Isn't that terrible? <laughs> this were <laughs> panty. This is what I sniffed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, was definitely like uh, a pair of panties with. Um, like a floral mix, all the all the mm. all the pretty flower colors, sort of like, and you don't know which one is if it's what type. It's not a pansy, it's not a daisy, it's mm. not a petunia. But all of those flowers are just sort of like, um, much like an impressionist did you mean painting. Pansy? I said pansy. I did. I just said panties. This <laughs> no, no. Like if this were a pair of panties, it would have pansies. Oh, oh, so you did say. I did say okay. pansies okay. in okay. the panty. <laughs> This is the pansies of the panties. My brain's already there. Yeah. This is, yeah. I completely heard panties. And that's okay. That's it's okay. All right. Yeah. This yeah. seems like a before you go on stage theater, like, you know, how you build your enunciation skills. Pansies on the panty. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and panties on the pansy. Uh, perfectly paired with this. Yeah. The pair. Properly. Pair. Perfect. I don't know. Pop it. <laughs> I hope I popped that high enough so that Sam uh, his, uh, heard his ear, his ears in the headphones. So that's what I came from, yes. you know, much like an Impressionist painting. I like it. What are yeah. your thoughts? On the wine? Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. I think it's perfect. It's uh, it's not too light. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't like uh, wines that are have like no character. And right. sometimes you run into that with um, white wines. But I think it has a full body... Um, character mm-hmm. and there's definitely the fruits and the florals that you get yeah. and then um the aftertaste is nice it's uh-huh. very crisp yes mm-hmm. which is good for this extraordinarily hot weather yeah. that we're having that's yeah. right absolutely good for the wine to be crisp and not really your panties to <laughs> well, i'm just saying that would be that would be a whole other episode that we would refer to dr becky lynn right. <laughs> what panties. exactly makes these panties so crispy <laughs> and don't blame it on the wine girl don't blame it on the wine Yes. Well, I'm going to have another sip real yes. quick. Yes. So, Donna, with last time we spoke with you, you were in the process of getting your real estate license, and um, you were kind of going through some transitions. How is How has that unfolded for you? Well, I'm official now, mm. and I have my license, and I have a real estate business now. Mm. 
nice. and an office and the whole shebang. So now I just need a bunch of clients. <laughs> <laughs> and in this time, it's kind of like how people are, are they buying houses? Are, are people selling houses? I mean, I know I have tried to sell my house a couple times and right. I'm not selling anymore for a while, while. But um, I know what stress it was pre-COVID times. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine um, having to wonder about people coming to look at my house. Are they sick, or you know how are how are you guys handling that kind of situation? Well, there's there's um, you know the gamut of restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, there is um, a movement to do everything virtually now. Right. Um, I find that while some people like want to sell their home because they're just sick of being quarantined in it for the last <laughs> five months, um, a lot of folks are kind of hesitant to move because we just don't know. Like, you can't imagine your life even six months from now. Mm. Like, we just don't know what's going to happen in yeah. the future. Yeah. So mm. with the uncertainty, I think that it affects like um, how people are able to plan or dream or even you know want to think about selling a property. Um, from what I've seen thus far, there's a lot of, um, investment properties that are being sold and shifting. Okay, okay. Those would be, you know, empty, of course. So the investors are, you know, kind of taking the opportunity to buy. The mortgage rate is below 3% at this point. Right. So it's a really good time to buy a home. Mm-hmm. However, you need to buy a home that's empty because right. um, people aren't so um, aggressive with selling their home and moving to another place. No one sort of knows like where to move at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of folks have lost work or have mm-hmm. had, you know, a decrease in their pay. So it's, it's very, um, it's very iffy. But it's still very strong. I mean, there are homes being sold and people are buying homes still. It's not as much as it was this time last year, Mm. but it's not a total dead standstill either. Okay. You know, we have to be extra careful and, you know, schedule appointments online before. There's no more just dropping by. Um, You have to sort of, you know, make serious appointments at least 24 hours in advance and you only have 15 minutes to view the property so it's it's just sort of, you know, only one group of people in at a time and they have to leave out of a different door than mm-hmm. they came into these w- kinds of, you know, yeah. regulations, if you will. I think um, I know the two houses that I've bought, bought and the one I live in, um, and mm-hmm. I, I knew when I walked in, this is right. where I want to live. Mm-hmm. So yeah. really the 15 minutes would be like finding, Fine. finding yeah. if there's something... Um, that you uh, don't like about exactly, the house that exactly. will need to be fixed or whatever. But, you know, most people, well, in my experience, is like, yep, this is it. I'm oh, home. I had the same. And I had looked at dozens, dozens upon dozens of properties, and I had the very same experience. I walked in, actually walked up the stairs to the house, didn't even walk, to, walk in, and I was like, oh, this is going to be it. And mm-hmm. I opened the door and walked in, and it was just immediate. You know, yeah. there was an energy about my house that I knew it was mine, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but you can um, have I that agree. experience. And then also, fortunately, the virtual um, sort of, you know, tours and all of the videos and yeah. that have taken off as well because you can make a video or make a, you know, piece of marketing material that, you know, shows every inch of the property, you know, every acre if you have acreage. Yeah. You know, they can, we can send a drone out and they can photograph all of that. 
So we I think a lot of it's like that. you said, you know, it's it's when you walk in, you have this feeling. It's yeah. sort of hard to have that feeling you, when from you're a looking picture. at a video. It's right. the same thing when you're swiping left or swiping right, you know, like, you know, <laughs> things don't always convey themselves in pictures the Absolutely. way that they do when you're there, not only physically, but from an energy standpoint mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And you can't really smell things, you, right. know, you know, through a picture. So mm-hmm. um, I feel rather fortunate to be getting started started like sort of in the COVID and post-COVID because all of my skills and tools that I'm building and working on are happening in lieu of the COVID. So I don't Mm -hmm. have to unlearn any old habits. I get to create brand new, fresh habits, you Mm -hmm. know, so I'm excited. I mean, I kind of thrive in chaos, so Mm -hmm. it's like very much my way. I think the time is now for me. Mm -hmm. And though I've been working on this for a couple of years now, I think now is the time and it's the way it's meant to be. So, you know. Oh. Well, because that, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I'm glad that uh, that you you did it and you're doing it. I'm happy. You know? I'm happy too. Yeah. So yeah. it's I named it Lotus Real Estate Properties. Oh, I felt that's like so perfect to for you. grow a business in these dark times. The lotus flower grows in the muddy river, and even no matter how muddy it is, the roots of the flower are so strong it still produces this beautiful blossom. Mm. And so I thought that it would be apropos to name the business Lotus because I feel like, you know, we're here in St. Louis by the river. The muddy mm-hmm. river. Yeah, right, right. I'm starting out in COVID, you know, so yeah. I just sort of thought it was very symbolic for what I hope for the business. It's very thoughtful. Yeah. I went through it. I had a couple mm-hmm. of different names. So I chose, you know, Lotus. It just made... It it just made me feel good about things. Mm-hmm. And if anyone ever asks, why'd you name it Lotus? Well, yeah. because the lotus flower grows no matter what. <laughs> right. <laughs> really great story. And the murkiest it. and muddiest stuff. And then also within um, Egyptian philosophies as well as Buddhist and some um, Indian or Hindu religions, um, the lotus is, is sacred. So... Mm. Yeah. Is this now? This is the tattoo that you have on Absolutely. your chest. Absolutely, I have several. Right? I have several lotus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't come by lotus just like oh, let me look it up in the in the dictionary and let me use that. You already had a connection to the absolutely. Okay. Well, now it exactly. every, everything makes even more sense. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank yeah, you well, very cheers much. to that here. Cheers, cheers. Little... Ching, ching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get it. Here we go. Oh, no, don't you thank love you that very ring? much. Yeah, oh, of course. What have you thought about or with Mm. your social anthropology background, have you, have have people behaved, have, in the way that you would expect them to Mm. have behaved in your, um, in your research and, and years of, you know, studying human behavior exactly do you With mean in regards COVID to time. covid yeah. times in regards um, to covid times yeah because we, we have a couple dynamics going right, on right, right now. Now. Yeah. yeah no um i think uh like the one like there's i think there's like a bunch of positives with the whole thing um there's also a bunch of negatives as well mm-hmm. um i think that the whole experience has caused us to take a step back and really appreciate, like, what we have. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, when you're locked up in a house for four or five months and you can't get out and you can't, like, escape and go do something, you know, like go shopping or what have you, um, or go to the gym in my case, um, (laughs) you're kind of forced to sit with yourself 
and really mm-hmm. kind of think and evaluate, you know, what's going on. And then, you know, of course, there's a lot of fear and that would be the negative parts of it. So I mm-hmm. think that, you know, I've been really impressed with how um, kind people have been um, in the early days and how sort of like we're all in this together kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. you know, ideology, you know, early on. Yeah. Um, now I I kind of feel like people are going like berserk. So it's sort of like yeah. transitioned into a sort of chaos that I that I see. That that chaos from being pent up um, is being exacerbated by did I say that right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I always Perfect. feel awkward saying that word. Um, <laughs> by, you know, what's happening politically, what's happening with the Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. with what's happening with, um, you know, uh, f- you know, female rights and, and, and protesting. All of these things are, you know, there's it's compounding this exactly. energy right now, you know. Exactly. No, I agree 100%. And I think, you know— it's a very interesting time to observe. Um, I've done a lot of that, of course, being yeah. in quarantine and having to teach, you know, all four of my classes online all of a sudden. Um, so it's 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 very dynamic. Like every day is different. Every day. Every day is different. Yet the same. Exactly. Every day is exactly. exactly different, but the same, right? Exactly. Where you feel like I haven't moved forward, but I have moved forward in time. You yeah. know, we've joked about this before that this is the longest, um, you know, seven months mm-hmm. um, of 2020. I guess I know, and this year was supposed to be a phenomenal... Well, for myself, I was <laughs> I was like, 2020 I know. is it! You know, like I was just... Yeah. Know, I turned 50 this year. Oh, I started the real wow, estate business. Wonderful. You know what I so mean? So see, and, it is a good year. I mean, despite the hardships and the major transition that's happening mm-hmm. right now, I, I feel the same. You mm-hmm. know, but it, definitely we're going through some challenges that were unanticipated. But um, I, you know, I love the intentionality that's happening mm-hmm. right now. You know, I, I've always been a, you know, a qual- it's all about quality, not quantity mm-hmm. of friends I'm getting Absolutely. together with. And, and we are very intentional about making sure that we're connecting one-on-one with people. And, and I like that very much. Um, but I also, you know, this has been a pivotal year for me for career and, and for our show. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of good things happening. And I, I, I want to acknowledge and celebrate that too, because if we let ourselves get too weighed down exactly. by... Then we're just... Right. Right. Not really learning from, you know, all of those sort yeah. of... And I, I find it interesting too. My... Um, <clears throat> pastor at the church that I belong to, he said that the skills that we need to survive this are the ones that we learned when we were in kindergarten. Oh, I believe that. Wash your hands, be nice to people, be clean, clean your house, like Mm -hmm. these basic like kindergarten level skills that, you know, that's the case. You know, we have to be always sort of Don't touch other people. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, be aware of what you're doing. Sleep on your own mat, not somebody else's mat. (laughs) Stay at home with your family and actually talk. You know what I mean? Well, I think what's interesting, though, is that uh, our, uh, an aspect of this is when you said you're home, you have to sit with things, you mm-hmm. know, you're by yourself, you have to, like, stuff has come up for a lot of people. Well, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you don't have everything to run away and, and uh, occupy your time with. Exactly. So, and I've, and I've you know, have a variety of friends, some whose relationships are getting even stronger, mm-hmm. and then some who's like... They're 
they can't even talk to each other. They're beside yeah. themselves. They're, really. Right. And it's like, I, you know, I, I, I worry for every, you know, for everybody, but I, I don't know what somebody should do. I guess, well, I know what I would do. I'm just not, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I just play one on my podcast, but I always find that if you, when it comes, you know, if you don't face it and sit with it, it's just going to keep coming back. Exactly. Exactly. And be and harder. Worse. Even and harder. You know, and, it's like, worse. And, and make mm-hmm. your quarantine times mm-hmm. even more painful because you're ignoring. So for my, even for myself, I know I have, I have had some growth this year um, personally because it was contracted, you know, mm-hmm. life was contracted mm-hmm. and uh, I, and, and I found that one of the things that I, I've enjoyed or appreciate is um, I really enjoyed being home, doing things around the house, really being intentional and purposeful with what I what I'm doing, and that when we are beyond COVID times or whatever that form looks like, mm-hmm. I don't have to say yes to absolutely everything that comes my way. Yeah, it, <laughs> well, it gives that, you time to right? re, you know to reevaluate, and like you said, you know, get to know yourself again, mm-hmm. and then you know, like what's good for you, and maybe like that wasn't so great, like the relationships in particular, like you know, mm-hmm. and you do, you figure out, you know, who are the important people, and then right. there's those who've made a point to keep in touch, and then there's mm-hmm. those that like mm-hmm. have gone quiet. Right. You know, and even if you reach out, they're still quiet. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's more than just the financial devastation, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about the restaurant industry. Oh, you right. Know, not so far removed from mm-hmm. working in a restaurant. Um, you know, and then you have, you know, just the loss, you know, all the people who've died. And it's growing every day, you know? And so I I feel like it's sort of like a, what is that, six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever? Like, we're all going to know someone or know someone who knew someone who lost someone. We already do, right? Well, I know two. Yeah. I've got, Mm -hmm. I know, I know. Right? Yeah. Okay. Knock on wood. Mm -hmm. I know two myself. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then, I, I, of course, I have a bit of a sarcastic comment to make when um, our, the, Trump is saying the virus will, it's going to disappear one day. Of course it is when we're all dead. Oh. Or a broken clock is right twice a day. Right. <laughs> so, Correct. Mm. Correct. But uh, yeah, so we don't have, but we don't have to, you know, we don't have to all. You're making um, my temperature, you're making my feet, I my know, temperature yeah. rise when you Uh-oh. said Trump, my temperature. I know. Okay, just, well, I didn't, I didn't use the, I didn't qualify <laughs> anything in front of it, but. I just can't even stand to hear his name anymore. So right, <laughs> I right. But I think if we could focus on, if you, you know, on how you make yourself, keep yourself healthy. Right. Immune system, um, build your immune system, keep it strong, you know, so that if you are exposed to it, that it maybe doesn't put you in the hospital on a ventilator. Absolutely. And, and that's my frustration is that they haven't been right. talking about that. I, I, well, no, and it's... And it's well, make you, they're not going to talk about that because he hasn't acknowledged it formally. You yeah. Know. Um, I find it amazing that... He put a mask on one time, and now, like, what, did he get brownie points, a pat on the head like right. a dog? Gets extra right. points. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, it's a complete, like, I have friends who live in other countries, as you guys know. Yeah. Completely embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Like, my friends in Australia and New Zealand cannot believe, yeah. like, the I behavior. Know. You know, I can't believe the behavior. Yeah. You know, but... What it I'm is what thankful it is. for is that it does seem clear that the people in other countries, like, I don't know, the friends that I know, that they're not 
they're not assuming that all Americans think that way, well, which no. I'm very thankful for. <laughs> well, no. well, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. So that is that is a positive, you know. Yeah. But it it feels it's a bit embarrassing to be such a spectacle. It is absolutely embarrassing. You know, it's just really embarrassing, you know, so. And then, you know, if if he doesn't leave the White House. Um, we can't even move to another country because we're, cause we're quarantined. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. We'll have to all get some kind of like special refugee status. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please let me in, Spain. Yes, let me yes. in, Spain. <laughs> I will quarantine for two weeks. Trust exactly. me. Yes. Let me in. <laughs> I would go to Australia or Spain. Yeah, is what I would do. I mean, Canada would be the easiest because it's, you know, but I'm just right. saying, like, if you had to, like, pack it up and, yeah. you know, sell your car off and really move, I would do <laughs> yeah. Australia or Spain. Well, we have quite a following in Australia. We do. So we yeah, could, so you know, actually we can all... calling you now to have yeah. you uh, Well, my friend's over there, and he's already like, you have, you know, you have a place here if you, you know, if it, you know, if it goes down, you know, the bad way. It's really nice. You totally have a home here, you know, yeah. so he'll even marry me so I can have, <laughs> set, you know, oh, fabulous. Yeah. So nice. speaking of. I've known him since high school. Oh, so speaking of marriage and all those kinds of things, I think that, you know, one of the the struggles for single people out there during this time is that you can't be out there meeting other people. I and know, and I thought about getting, that too. Yeah. How are people who doing are, the sex well, they're, <laughs> in the COVID? I mean, there's oh, I'm sure they're probably a lot of self-love, right? I mean, and, but I bet you they're doing it anyway. I, I, you think I, so? I think they are. You I think, think they're still hooking up with people. I think they're still hooking up with people. But what if you met someone like say like mid March, and then when things were lifted, you got together and you met each other, and like it didn't work out. Well, I mean, as long as you you're know? taking precautions, right? I mean, because you can. Everybody's been in quarantine mode, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with quarantining, you know? Right. Right. And so, you know. Just, I think, but it's a matter of trust. Do you trust that that person's been, you know, taking care of their health? Sterile. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, mean, if you think about with HIV and AIDS, you know, we know all about safe sex. Mm -hmm. Practices there. Practices there. But it didn't didn't prohibit people from hugging and kissing and touching, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. so that's the part that I think would be the hardest to not well, do. Well, this is this is like pro- just proximity can you can exactly right. They say six feet, but if someone sneezes, I think it goes like oh, it's like fourteen feet or something. Right. All those tests on the you know. <laughs> Don't you guys find yourselves if you're like walking in public, you've got your mask on, but like oh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna sneeze because oh, someone's perfume. I'm so paranoid or, about no, it. And then like I don't know. let someone sneeze. It's like. I know. I know. It's so taboo to have an accidental like cough right now. Like saliva goes down the wrong tube, or you know, you can drink water. It's hot outside. Yes. You can just be thirsty. You know what I mean? And no, yeah. No. My neighbor, when I'm driving her around, like she rolls the window up at a stop sign. Like if, if there's like three mm. lanes of traffic, like she's so conscientious. Like she doesn't want the car next to us to like breathe on her. So she'll like roll the window up. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, but you can't be too careful. I mean, I get it. It's got to be a rough time for convertible sales. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. But I wonder if the, like, the people who did the tender and the... Right. The, you know, exactly, like, you know, what are they doing now? 
I bet cyber sex is becoming more popular. You know, I'm, I'm sure that there Zoom. are probably I've heard about a lot of that. Well, they have that talk show. I have that reality show now, like you know, Find Love Live or whatever it's called okay. on TLC or I, I don't know. Where it. there are date, it's like a dating show, but it's over Zoom. Okay, and that's on TLC. And I think that there's probably some apps out there that have now developed, mm-hmm. too, to provide a more secure environment for intimate conversations. Exactly, exactly. Via technology. <laughs> but then what do you I mean, do? I don't know for certain about this, <laughs> but... <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> is there something you want to tell me, do Emily? You share <laughs> Emily? Or are you thinking that this is an app that should be created? I, you know, well, I know there's a I, porn genre, so... Well, yeah. yeah a porn there, genre on what? Like, you know, COVID. There's red... Like, well, you know, there's doing it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I guess I've just been too busy painting walls in my house to pay attention to And making to bread. <laughs> no, I've been cooking like I was bread. married again. I mean, I've been making country <laughs> breakfast. I mean, <laughs> full fat bacon. No, no, seriously. No, yeah. So I, I have not been partaking in the in the porn uh, development. COVID porn. The COVID porn. <laughs> well, what is COVID porn exactly? Well, I mean, there's always I've been, been porn. Told, I don't know, but what okay. I've been told is that like people will have on like a full like oh seriously suit and or you know the mask and that's part of the like the part of the the, allure. the attraction is going to be just see the eyes right you know wow that is going to become a kink it probably has been a kink it's, and they just you know trans- what I'm saying trans- like you're, well you know. there's there's been furries and all kinds exactly. of things right yeah. so and that's a where you're completely covered and you're you know. Wow. I know, I know. <laughs> Who would have thunk, right? Again. Well, I think it just goes to show that the sexual urge is um, so basic and instinctual with all of us mm-hmm. that, it, that people are going to find a way to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're going to find porn. a way to do it regardless. <laughs> right. You know? Right. I mean, thankfully, because otherwise we'd have died off at probably like the first famine or drought, you know, of in our human history. Well, did you, I mean, you shared that article, Michelle, about how COVID is proving to make, um, if like, uh, help our men sterile. Oh, that's right. right? Yeah. COVID is, is affecting the, is affecting the, the fertility of the men. The sperm count? Yes. The testes. Yeah. yeah. The testicles. The testicles, which is then... <laughs> the balls. The, oh, sorry, Sam. I didn't Sam was there again. Yeah. I'm going to hate Donna. Yeah. 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 yeah so... Uh, well, right. So there is I a, mean, that is a bit they, of a Mother Nature issue coming back they, at us, um, I think. If they catch it, that is one... There's a potential side effect. Especially in the younger... From oh, what I the, read, it's yeah. in the younger men. That's right. That's yeah. right. So that would affect... Um, uh, Procreation in right. 10, 15 years when they want to have a kid and they can't. But a lot of people are getting pregnant. Well, being, yeah. You know, worked or, up. Yeah. We're probably going to have babies already, like it's that baby were boom. conceived and born before we have like a semblance yeah. of but normality. Before, the, before there's a vaccine, even. Yeah, <laughs> we are going to yeah. have a bit of a COVID boom. Right? <clears throat> baby yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah. It's just that those, those uh, relationships that aren't. Uh, aren't of the childbearing age <laughs> and haven't sat and figured out their their issues. Um, uh, you know that they they have to just deal with sex. Well, I'm hopeful that you know that that this time of connection, mm-hmm. you know, being intentional and and with you know intimate relationships. I'm hopeful that this time of 
increased sexuality um, is, is, you know, it's being enjoyed. It's good sex. They want it. They're loving it. They're, you know. I mean, you're locked up together. Right. I mean, if it doesn't force you to communicate better. Right. I mean, if this is the chance to say, I really want to try this, what do you think? I mean, it's not like he or she can or can run Exactly. exactly. To to the to the bar with you know, or go to the gym, or go to the gym, mm-hmm. or, or go to work, or go to the cards game. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to get out. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's um. Take can a, you give me some more wine? Yeah. Let's take a, and brief take a quick break, break and refill our glasses. And let's talk and about uh, sex positive things. I love that idea. When we get back. All right. <laughs> Donna's already getting hot. I know, I'm getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the wine. We'll cool down and be wine. right back. <laughs> Yes, we are. Thank you. This wine continues to get fantastic. I love the body. You know, it's very silky and luscious, and um, you know, feels appropriate for a sexy conversation. I think. Yeah, Yeah. I just like grapefruit. Like Mm. second pour in. I I do get grapefruit, and I think more of that pear is coming out. And I, I also am getting a little pineapple on it too. Yeah. You better get some pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> so before we went on break, we were talking about a whole host of things, but, you know, about people in relationships and trying to, you know, like further grow their relationship or people who are dating or trying to date single or mm-hmm. the singles who are like, fuck that. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to risk my life. To um to meet Busted. somebody no. to or to like you know, right. get to my rock yeah, right. Um, I think would be interesting stat would you find out if the uh, if the personal uh, pleasure device uh, sales have oh, gone. Oh, I bet they have. You know, likewise, I bet um, things like condoms and you know that kind of thing. I wonder if those have gone down because less people are hooking yeah. up. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I don't, be I don't, interesting. I just wonder. You know, like one of the things that. I like to find, you know, your screening mechanism. Like, if this person's going right. to be good in bed, hope you know. Usually, they're a good kisser too. Right. And if they're not a good kisser, I don't really try to go in further, right? Because I'm oh, like, absolutely, they're, they're probably going to be terrible because it's in bed. a mess, right? Right. So now, like, how do you how, like? How why would you risk? Like, how yeah. would you screen somebody? Because if you are date, if you are single, and you're, you know, how do you ask somebody for their COVID status? Right. Is this right. like like your HIV status? Right. Like before, you know, you get right. a piece of paper. How do you do? Yeah. You go together and you get know. your nasal swabs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's like, so high. And then, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're <laughs> and then what, what if he doesn't Then you've got to wait for, because there's like two weeks to get your test. Can you imagine the, the dating stories? Well, he uh, he stood me up at our corona test. Right, right. <laughs> like, I knew I should have known it then. I knew he wasn't going to, he wasn't like for real. <laughs> I you don't know. Right. Bar, so like, you can't, like, I've heard and kind of think that someone, like so how someone dances is how they have oh. sex. It's like you can't. Like, there's no, like, wedding receptions to, <laughs> oh. you know, visually see someone, you know, right. busting a move. And there's, like, no dance clubs and bars to see people dancing. So, 
That's true. Like how do you, of all the ways have, that you tell how someone's great in bed? Well, I, so I, I, I see what you're saying. Like if somebody's doing something, they're free and passionate. Like I do think that that can relate to sex. I, I've seen a few personal experiences where, um, you know, I've dated artists or musicians and seeing them perform and they're really in it. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's, that's the face they're making, right? You know, and it's pretty spot on in my limited experience. (laughs) (laughs) Things you've read. Right. Right. (laughs) Yes. So maybe in COVID days on Zoom, the pre-screening could be like, oh, you're a guitar player or you like to read French poetry. I don't care what it is. You Mm -hmm. like to do, you like to cook. Like if there's a way to see them doing something they're passionate about, so you can get a an get, get a look at that a, little, a bit of an idea of what right. you're getting into. Are they stiff? Are they like? Are they? You know? Do they move? Are they? Well, what would be hot though, in your opinions? Like, if you had to like sort of like, you know, judge a performance, like what would you on uh, how great they like, on Zoom? <laughs> Well, I know, but I mean, they're just sitting there, you know, with just their, their face. Like, you can't see them right. dance, play the guitar. I, I mean... And you can hear them sing. I don't want to hear them sing. But I'm not sure that good singers are always no, I, good lovers. Yeah. So... No, I think that for mm-hmm. me, they'd have, they'd have to be, they'd have to work on the um, the intellectual side for me if it's on okay. Zoom. They'd have to, and they'd have to be funny. Which could be safe. You know, that that way could be safer. Like, it would take you longer to oh, get take to me. know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Safe and intellectual doesn't always relate to good sex. Oh, no, though. it doesn't. <laughs> right? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> I think good sex really comes down to, like, emotional prowess. Like, like people who are really tapped into their emotions and can give that way, mm-hmm. they can give good sex. Yeah, okay, but what about what about when you had <laughs> I'm getting hot. Emily's gotta take her scarf Put off. Myself together. Um what about when um when you haven't had good sex, right? right. Like all of your experiences have been bad sex. Right. Or what somebody else would say, Oh, I'm so sorry, you know. Like, <laughs> what what how would somebody know that they've had good sex? Well, I mean, I'm not asking for myself. I'm asking for friends. Everyone's ideas are their own, right? Right. So, yeah. Getting back to the sort of social construct of sexuality as subjective. So it just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Like what's hot to you may not be hot to Emily or mm-hmm. vice versa. You know, what I think is hot may be the same or not. You know, it just depends on the individual, you know? Yeah. And if you've only had bad sex, you know, hope, hopefully it can only get better. Um, I mean, we all know that there's a, a, a wide bandwidth of good and bad. but And your you limited know, experience. Really <laughs> limited experience. Limited to the, according to Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> So, you know, you're right, Madonna, in that, you know, you know, each experience informs, you know, expectations. Mm -hmm. So, and hopefully, um, as somebody gets more comfortable experimenting sexually, they can become also more comfortable expressing 
what feels good, what doesn't feel good. But boy, is that a hard thing to do sometimes. It's very difficult. Yeah, because there's like egos involved. You want your partner to feel good. You want them to feel like they're making you feel good, especially early on. But that is the worst time to compromise how you really feel about it, I think. Because you're building this expectation sexuality right right so you're saying i don't want to be that person to say you know get off of me Mm -hmm. but yeah or you know try it this way or you know i'd rather have cereal (laughs) (laughs) no no it's hard you know there's a guest room if you want to just go sleep there Right. Right. Um, Let me call you a cab. (laughs) I don't know. You'll have to walk home. There's no Uber anymore. (laughs) COVID times. Get out. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, okay. So let's say, let's say you've had some pretty uh, less than vanilla sexual experiences. Okay. Okay. You know, like, so most of us have had less than vanilla. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And I mean, I, I remember dating somebody. It was like his, his, Choice positions were on top, either him or me. And okay, like, and that was it. That was it. It was A or B. So <laughs> a or B. Is it missionary or yeah. like missionary? Like only missionary. Girl on top or boy on top. That was it. But not like reverse cowgirl <laughs> no, or anything. No, just did, missionary. Just missionary. <laughs> and, um, and did I, you ever suggest maybe trying a few I other did, options? I did, and, and he was like, "Well, oh, well, do you want me to?" And my, I was like, "Well, only if you want to do it this other way." It was very awkward. And then you know, uh, it was like, "Why? What? What was keeping him from?" from being like over like passionate I mean you know we've also been with the ones that you know you've like never knew you could have sex in so many different situations like, <laughs> right. positions, you know like I never knew I could do that <laughs> your body had a full body workout <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> like, I quit gymnastics in 6th grade <laughs> I didn't know it would come back so easy right um, so to, have, to, like, to, to be like you know in a relationship with somebody that's you know that's it you know yeah. that, and that was that very limited very um uh a little disconcerting um and um so what if what if all you ever had was the on top got in a missionary Mm -hmm. or somebody that was like oh i don't really like oral sex you can do me but i won't want to do you see i think that that must okay there's either a few things happening here either there's some sort of trigger going on like with oral sex like you know where maybe it was bad once before or maybe they feel somehow there's body shaming going on like I think that there's there's a reason why they don't want to try it that's not necessarily tied to a good thing which is really unfortunate you know yeah and I think also those people who are stuck in in vanilla you know or less than or less than right um you know, I, I think it comes down to also a, a, a sad, a sad thing of, of really not trusting that you can, who you're with, you can let yourself go, mm-hmm. right? And I think if you can't really let yourself go sexually with somebody, yeah, you know, I think you're, um, you know, you're really not, you're not getting the full experience, right? But why would you not let yourself go? 
well, okay, uh, I'm afraid I make monkey sounds. I'm afraid I might, wh- whatever I might it is, fart. right? I'm far, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. And then that really kind of ruins you know. it. Especially, right. it's okay. yeah. I'm afraid, Especially if he farts. Well, <laughs> I'm afraid I might like claw that. his skin off. I, whatever it is, right? I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, or there's the shame, right? Right. Like, Wow, she was a banshee, and I'm never going to call her back. Or right. she's too much for me, too wild, too slutty. Because there's all these other narratives right? going on about, you know, especially like early in dating. You know, um, I, you know, there's, you know, slut shaming and all these other issues where it's like you can't appear to have had too much experience, right? Because they kind of want you slightly virginal, but they also want you to really know how to, to do it. Do it, to right? Make, exactly. <laughs> they want you to really know how to do it to make them happy. Right. But they don't want you to tell them how to make you happy. Right. Yeah. So There's a comedian It says that, oh, it was, I think it's Steve Harvey. He says, like, no matter what, if if you, someone you're dating, if a, if a guy asks you, how many partners you've had? It's always three. Like, right. If you have more than three, just always say three. I think it was Steve Harvey. I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was him. But you know, that just goes to show you that you know the there's a lot in play. So the yeah. ego, the mm-hmm. feelings, and then how do you sort of like you know ride the surfboard, if you will, of being like a great lover but not being a total whore? You I know? yeah, that's such it's a great a hard, description. Like you know. It's a hard mm-hmm. surf. It's a hard and way. the thing is, is that mm-hmm. it's not that you you believe that you're a total whore. It's somebody else's opinion of you. Right. Because, you know, you are a great lover and a fantastic lover. And almost like fuck them, right? If they if they have to equate that with somebody being, you know, you're a whore, well, then that's, I don't want to ever have sex with them again. Right. You and, know? That, and that just makes for more of this bad sex. Yeah. And the... And that's what I was thinking. And then the like, lingering is, is the emotional of bad sex. part what makes it bad sex, or is mm. it a blend of the physical sex that's bad? I, I think that there's a whole spectrum of bad. So psychologically, right? you know, just like everything else, where that there's all these layers of gray, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, sex, bad sex, can fall in its own multi layers, right? Because there's bad sex where it's you know, some of that obvious stuff that we can talk about where you really didn't want it, right? There's bad sex where you, it was just bad. Either skill bad. Like skill bad. Poor yeah. performance, right? Yeah. Or or the, the your anatomies didn't uh, work there's out. There's that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because yeah. there's, uh, there's anatomy, size, function, um, you know. Dysfunction. Dis- right, you know, <laughs> absolutely. And then there's also, I think for me, you know, yeah, I've you know, I've had the uber small penis. We've talked about that, right? <laughs> that, you know, um, but then I've also had the the time where I felt like I was just being used, mm-hmm. right? And to me that was worse than the uber small penis. You know, like I um I've actually had two pretty t- small penises in my history and two micro sized the second micro size was actually really good sex because he was attentive in all these other areas right. and it and it was great, right? But the worst sex for me came down to feeling like I was 
literally a piece of me. And this is somebody who's supposed to, yes, somebody supposed, this person loved me. was Mm -hmm. like, you know, we were in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sick. I'm not feeling good. But he still had to have me, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I remember crying because I was like, I didn't want to. And he didn't care, you know? So feeling, yeah, feeling like, like you're just a vessel. Yeah. It could have any mm-hmm. other face could be right. here right now. You can totally take your vagina off, snap right. it off like a Lego, <laughs> and put it in the bed next <laughs> right. to you. Right. You know, we'll and just, get up yeah. and go do something else, you know? And right. Just let them have it. Make a country breakfast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that felt like a country. Get some bacon. I know. So fat. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go listen to this. You know, I mean, I, I understand completely. I mean, yeah. I I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, it's 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 difficult because you know, like you like you want to be attractive and you want to be um, pursued and cherished, you know, all of honored that. But then loved. It, there comes a point where you have to sort of like you know come to grips with the fact that maybe this is just, or maybe I'm just a piece of ass for this person, right? And that's hard yeah. to come to grips with too. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you have to go and manage to like forgive yourself the next day, and you know, right? Yeah, and then, so much. And work. then try not to repeat that same behavior with the next person. I know. Mm-hmm. Or you know, when you find like, um, you know, when you're with somebody who's only had bad sex, mm-hmm. right? They've only been right. exposed to bad sex, mm-hmm. and here you come in, and you're like, you know, this goddess that walks on water because you, you know, you know how to take care of their balls, right? <laughs> they've never had that before or something, you know? Right, right, like, right. Like they've had never had things. They've never had a finger. <laughs> they've never had finger places, you know? Right, right, like, right. Whoa, you know? Yeah. Or they have had such bad sex, they might have a, a triggering moment and, and break down. And then you're like, well, what the mm-hmm. hell did I do? Well, I'm a therapist now. And you're all ready. You know, legs are shaved. Like, you're ready. Mm-hmm. You're ladyscaped. Mm-hmm. You're ready. Yeah. And and you... And you're, you're a therapist or a mother, just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not hot. But if no. you care about the person... Do you work through things with them? I don't oh, know. Yeah, if you care. I mean, about I tried, that. or I have tried in the past, but then now at this phase in my life, I'm just kind of like it has to be like a puzzle piece. You it has know, to it fit all, already. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I know that's just crazy, but I'm I'm just not willing to put in the work anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a therapist and a mother and a sister and all that stuff. Yeah, I want to be your partner and, exactly. and your lover, and yeah, I know, you I know. And, yeah, which is probably one of the reasons uh, I don't active. I'm not actively trying to date right now. I, I'm I, so not. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I mean, even know. before COVID, I was like, oh, I don't really want to deal with all I'm that right so now. Not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I think I can't. I can't deal with the disappointment. So maybe I'm a bit oh. of a pussy, if you will, because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't have the. I don't have the patience and the courage to like have it not work out anymore. So I want to talk about that for a second. But before, mm-hmm. I want to talk about pussy being used as a word of weakness. Exactly. Like, exactly. I think we need she to. She just re- called you out on that. Well, no, we and, I, and, I, and I meant to use that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We need to reown where the. Uh, a few of the female anatomy words. To reclaim pussy, them. Yes, exactly. exactly. The C word. Right. Right. These are words that are so taboo and make, you know, but yet the 
power and strength and beauty that lies from it mm-hmm. is one of the greatest gifts. Why has it turned? Why has it become this thing of negativity? And I'm curious, you being an anthropologist, mm-hmm. is it a word that in other cultures is also is dirty and shameful, or are there cultures that? The equivalent in the language "pussy" is actually celebrated. It's like it's like saying, "Wow, that's amazing!" Right? Like, that's such a great. <laughs> it's pussy, I mean, man. <laughs> I think that every culture has like their like language, if you will, like around the sex organs. It just depends on you know like the culture itself, and then like how they visualize like what those words mean, right? Mm-hmm. Um in American well, culture, balls, baller, that right. is a good thing. Right. Like right. you've are got you, balls. If you have the balls. Right. You know. Yeah. And then, you know, it totally. So I mean, I think it just depends on where you are. Um I don't agree with it at all, you mm-hmm. know, which is why I chose to use that word just kind of like <laughs> you know, throw that on there. But I mean, no, you're 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 right. I almost feel as if it was a it has been a manipulation and a power play because mm-hmm. it has been used to shame us and we have accepted it to be shameful. As right? women. As women, we've right. accepted it to be shameful by the people who, by the men, by the society, whatever. So instead, if we we don't, we just don't accept that shame. You know, I mean, that's like all the women a that- dick, though, it's not as... Do you think it's equally, like, bad? As no. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, because... You know, I don't know. I mean, just calling someone an asshole. Yeah, pussy says you're weak. Dick, right. Dick just says you're, an you're a jerk. <laughs> you know, you're egotistical. You're a jerk. Right, you know, right. like there's still strength in being a jerk. Right, right. It right. says I am unashamed of who I am. I get what I want. I, you know, it's there, and it's masculine. <laughs> right, right. It is. We, we we need to actually just say instead, you know, like a pussy is uh, it's uh, a nice ma- lotus flower. A, a t- yes. <laughs> it's transformative. It takes a little micro sperm and turns it into a twelve pound human, human and exactly. spits it out. Right. <laughs> so when you have balls that can do that, come talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and multiple yeah. times. I mean, the women, you know, prior to birth control having 12 of those babies taking that full tiny sperm and turning it into a full you know breathing human being yeah it is is so and i if you think about the um the power of the pussy Mm -hmm. and the power of the female form Mm -hmm. when uh i don't know if our listeners um watch saw this on twitter or uh with the portland occupation by the feds and that one woman who walked out there naked Except for her gas mask, and stood in yeah. front of the federal those federal troops, mm-hmm. and sat they sat there naked, mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to do, and they turned and turned around because they couldn't handle this That's naked the boobs. It was yeah, a, no, she was all naked. Well, well I, I would say if there's something happens when like the girls are let go, like something <laughs> when the girls are unveiled, like something. Yeah, happens. yeah. She sat there in that you know just that's legs a great open. move though. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. like it's just like shoot me, you know. And they they you know yeah, you're as vulnerable as you can be. Yeah, you know, like how am I? How am I not peaceful yeah. right now? You know, I, I do love the idea that when Donna, you said it's a miracle what what all happens in the female body mm-hmm. and in this. The the area, you know, and I think that wow, wouldn't that be great if pussy could mean miracle? Right. That that seems right to me. Instead of like 
We not weak. with balls. Yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. So we'll just start using it yeah. that way on our show. And yeah, it's, it's, it's our own. It's our own. Yeah, it was such a pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see that rainbow. It was a pussy. <laughs> I came five times. It was <laughs> such a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. No, no, I mean, definitely. But all of those words are selected. Like, we give mm-hmm. power to them mm-hmm. and we use them and, you know, all of that. You mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, because we are patriarchal in our society, of course, the female or gendered words, if you will, are going to be more derogatory, I mm-hmm. argue than the male gendered words for the same organs. I mean, oh, yeah. in my classes, I do, why is the word stud a four-letter word so different from the word slut? Another oh, four-letter word. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just so, an L oh, my gosh. difference. Right. Wow. You know, so it's, and they're totally, they're, it's the same thing. So it's the, it's the individual who has a lot of sex partners and a lot yeah. of sex. One's female and one's male. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And if you're referring to, if you want to call a man a slut, you always say he's a male slut. So you're right. still giving slut the feminine yeah, that's attribute. A good point. And the kids said that fuckboy is the new term oh, really? for a, a male, male slut. slut. A fuckboy. But even that doesn't sound bad whore. to me. Again, it's it doesn't sound exactly. you know? so yeah. yeah, it doesn't have the same power. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, but I always use that, you know, and the kids are like, "What's a stud?" You know, <laughs> oh, seriously, you're <laughs> too young, you know. <laughs> but if you write it on the board, I'm talking about yeah. like labels, right? So you're right. There's the same four. There's four letters in each, and just one of the a couple of letters are different letters, and they get it. And like, what is it? Like, what's a stud and what's a slut? And why yeah. are those two words symbolically different? Mm. I wonder if in 20 years, 30 years, if we will lose um, just by our societies changing and growing um, feminine and masculine mm. gendered words. Like, will well, those change and shift? I think the That's... younger generation, they are, um, I don't know, I, th- I feel like the younger generation, they're more open to the gray, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and I, like, I see that like all the, like every semester I see that as I'm, you know, lecturing or like, you know, introducing this information to people, it just seems like the younger the students are anymore, the more open-minded they are to thinking about things yeah. in a sort of like gender neutral yeah, type terms. Of, yeah. You know, so yeah. I think it changes, yeah. you know. I do appreciate the fluidity mm-hmm. of, you know, of gender mm-hmm. um, that's coming into form. I think it's really important. Um, but when it comes to language, I'm not sure uh, in the romantic languages. Well, I right, see yeah. that being able to shift just mm-hmm. because, like, you know, there's everything in romantic languages is defined by masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily associated the same way that on the we're— On the social, exactly. Right, exactly. on a social level, the way, you know, we're talking about. But, you know, that's a— Wow, it's a big I'm question. Just curious. Yeah, I'm just I mean, I think I mean, we'll. I mean, we already see a lot of changes already. You know, mm-hmm. so or, or at least I've seen them like semester by semester, year by you year. Know, I've had you know things have changed. I mean, it's been 15 years now, so mm-hmm. um, 
I've seen, you know, things progress, you know, what I think is progress. Um, I see things changing constantly, you know. And you know you know they're changing when you have to change your examples. Like <laughs> like your old metaphors and your old like jokes in class don't work anymore cuz cuz they're not funny. The whole anyway. generation before you, you know. <laughs> and then and they're like no, that's not really funny. I know. That, that's I know. actually that's actually like a total dork something shaming, you know, like or like yeah. wow, I did that uh, sorry. <laughs> you can't wait to get out of the classroom. You're like, class Yeah, is but over. you know what? There are things I think will remain constant is uh, the desire to connect with other human beings mm-hmm. in a sexual manner. Mm. Um, um, well, that's so human. It's, it's a part of our basic physical right? it's makeup. Our, it's our it's our instinct, and yeah, and we want to have good interactions with people. Yeah. Speaking of Donna, you never shared. Do you have any particular, uh, you know, moments of bad that seem relevant well, to you, our conversation? Yeah, not that necessarily your own personal experience of bad. We don't want to put her on that. I mean, bad whatever. sex. Yeah. Yeah, going back to that, Please. circling back a little. I thought about this since we were throwing this around. Yeah. And I think that, like, I would say 65%. Is it 65 is bad? I think 65% has, is been, bad? has been like, why bother? Like, if I can that go back and erase all of my Bad former lovers. You would be down to three. I, I know, I know. <laughs> and not including my husband, my ex-husband. Okay, well, okay. So what is the making it... The you would, it, like, you know, salvage, if you will, right? Yeah. What is making it bad? I think... Well, that's a, lo- on, that's on a, a high personal percentage. Level, I'm just saying, like, you know, it's just been, like, you know... A bunch of just, you know, just sort of bad decisions, if you will, okay. whether it's because, you know, I'm being, you know, lonely or, you know, what have you, or I'm wasted in a bar at 22 or whatever, okay. you know, like just, I've had like far more bad sexual experiences than good ones. Okay, so you're relating it to bad decisions more than... Um, well, I mean, bad decision as in, you know, the multiple one-night stands and just yeah. trying to, like, make a relationship yeah. out of nothing. Right. You know what I right. mean? So, yeah. you know, like when, you, when there's all the red flags and you're still like, I'm going to be in love with this person, you know, like, that kind of mm. bad. So, Donna 2.0, post-COVID. Right. You know, being intentional about finding exactly. a, a great lover, what are things for you that you're going to be looking for to help— Help you say, oh, this is somebody that's worth risking my life. Right. <laughs> I would say how well he cooks the country breakfast. Oh. I mean, no, 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 no. If, yeah. if he mean, even makes it to the to the morning to make country <laughs> breakfast, you know. I mean, I think well, obviously, you know, communication is you know right up there, and I mean. Not just, you know, forced communication, but I need someone who's a communicator. Yeah. um, Because I am. And so I need someone who can kind of like carry my carry conversation with me, which is a huge, a huge thing. I mean, you know. Yeah. I need someone who can totally talk. They're not afraid to talk and not be talking about bullshit. Right. Surface level stuff. Like the orange clown. But okay. um, you know, unless he's I, just as passionate against the orange clan, that's that'll end up into a great sex. So after you we know, get that um, there done. has to be like a just pure, like bottom line, like physical attraction. 
there is something. You can't make an attraction. I mean, I've there learned. is something really yeah. chemical I th- about you know? a real strong attraction. Exactly. exactly. You know, like and then said, puzzle piece. Yeah. You know? So there has to be that, and they have to also have like a like a sex drive. Um, mm-hmm. I hate the word libido because it should be like libido because you know what I mean. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Speaking of these gender Speaking words, libido. You know? um, yeah. I think that they have to have the same like ideology around sexuality, you know, my ex-husband had zero of the same ideology, you know, Mm. so I think that, yeah, you know, I think that that's, that's major important. So it's the same ideas around, you know, sexuality, same ideas around what's romantic, same ideas around um, intimacy, like what is intimacy? It's not always about the sex. It's just no. a feeling you have. You can say absolutely nothing, but you feel like it's you're emotional together. Right. Emotional know? intimacy. Exactly. Yeah. You, you know? know, and those, like those kinds of things, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I think that. In the past, I've been one to judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. and get myself in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And so I really need to stand my ground and like make healthier, positive decisions about the people that I involve myself with. And it's not just like romantic people. Yeah. Oh, I mean, friends too. Yeah. I've had several sure. friends who have like drained me and torn me down and like dragged me down. Right. So it's like all the way around, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I think I think that's, you know, equal levels of like what the partying is. Like yeah. I don't want someone who drinks more than I do and I don't want someone who doesn't drink at all. Right. You know, so it's. Balance in the relationship. Yeah. And that you don't know until you get to know someone. So I would think that I yeah. need to really, really, really get to know someone, which I thought would be a an excellent time for people to be dating in the COVID because you would have all these months of quarantine to okay. really get to know someone. Right. You know, but you don't know about the sex though if you're quarantined for five months. Well, if you really know somebody <laughs> after five months of Zoom dating right, and you're finally together for the first time, you've probably built a connection there. I would, that I would think so, and I would hope so. That kisses can be mostly corrected, right? I mean, I say that because <laughs> because I have, I have been with some that it can't be, right? But but there are some that you're can still, be. You're, you're still, I you know. You're, I appreciate what you're right? saying, and I I I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> However, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm that 50, was a hard I, no from you I'm both. 50, I'm 51. I'm not. I'm I mean, because seems like, I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. That's up there with the making out. Well, yeah. I mean, it is. It, right. It is. You know? And I mean, yeah, when it happens, great right and, away. And if I'm dating somebody who's close to my age and he's a terrible kisser, <laughs> he had a lot of years to get so better at it. I'm trying not to be that way, but it's kind of impossible. <laughs> he had a lot of years to but get better at it. But everybody kisses differently. So can they, can, can, they do. <laughs> Tonsil hockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we all know that that's not, right. 
the way to go there. But yeah. But what I'm talking. I mean, if he's eating my face, I have no. Idea, I have no desire. Licking your face, your yeah, eyeballs. Like, that is totally like, like you're gonna drown. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, okay. you what you're saying about you're saying you can work with some things. I mean, not that I've ever experienced. You can work with some things and grow together. You can, right? You you know if the 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 bond is there, right? Right. I mean, it all. I'm not saying it all can be corrected, ladies. Okay, and maybe there needs to be. Maybe we need like the Cosmo question of how do you kiss? Are you a? Could you fill out this? Could you fill out this Google form, please? Right. Yeah, I feel like I'm a jaded old. Do you ever lick your face? I'm. I just rather be alone than to have it not be right. Well, fair enough, because you always get you always get it right. Well, you know, look, but I haven't gotten it right. I've gotten it right. What was thirty five percent of the time for yourself? I'm saying alone. Well, right, like, you get like, it right for yourself. Like Donna's very happy with Donna, <laughs> right? Well, mine is my quarantine nineteen, but I mean <laughs> Donna's very happy with Donna, right? Right. So I don't want to go into a situation just to be in a situation. Yeah, I'd rather just be alone. That's a powerful place to be. You know? Yeah. I just rather be alone. Yeah. You know, and it's just because I've, like I said, I've had, you know, super intense, you know, relationships that I thought were good decisions and good ideas. And then it didn't turn out to be so great. I have to tell you, I mm-hmm. want to tell you ladies about the worst sex I ever had. All right, let's okay. hear it. The worst sex I ever had came after um, a night of a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking, a lot of great conversation, a lot of incredible sex. Oh my god, like I was I it was wonderful. Everything about it was fantastic. And then he took me home. And then he asked for my number and he put it in his phone, like he got out his iPhone and he put the numbers <laughs> in on the dial pad. And never pressed save or dial oh or send right in front of me. That is the worst sex I've ever had. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So, oh. did you have the sex? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I so you right. took you home. I thought you meant he dropped. Like he took you home and the dropped you morning, off the next morning. The next morning. Oh, I, that's the worst. That's the worst because. I mean, is it worse than? He, I mean, is it worse than like if he didn't call at all? He if didn't he, call at all. No, if he saved the number though, and he never didn't called, save the number. He didn't say. I know, but yeah. would oh. it be worse if he? It was. Had saved the it was number so and blatant right in front was, of you. It yeah, it was right there in the car. It was blatant. Uh, well, how can I get in touch with you? And I gave him my number, and I watched him just have the phone out, put the number in, and then even press save or call or anything. So I would, you know, and then okay, and I was like. I got out of the car. I'm like, and what stopped you from saying? So you're not saving that because she was in shock. I know, I know. (laughs) She was. I mean, retrospect because we had because we had had, you know a one like a great night, twenty four hours together. It was earthquake, earthquake. Yes, yes. (laughs) Earthquake. Great conversation. Great sex, and then like. Fuck. Wow. You know? And I was like, so that to me is that he, he is bad. the worst sex. That's, that is bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
That's awful. Yeah. And, and I'm and, sorry. Well, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm over it now and I get to talk about things like that on right. my podcast. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> Give me another bottle any, of wine. I might reveal I his know, name. Are there, are there any <laughs> indicators that, like, retrospectively you can look at and go, okay, this is the kind of person that maybe would have that tactic or behavior? No. Or like a red flag you're saying? Right, okay. exactly. No, no, it was... Oh my god! Well, that's that's terrible, Such and that's shitty. that's the kind of stuff that completely puts the holes in your spirit. Yeah, this is why you know? we do need a system for ladies to be able to share information about worst sex ever or worst. Experience. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> a, a different kind of Facebook, but it's, like a it's rating. Like a case, okay, it's group. a case it's net. Like a Facebook group. It's a case net, but. Not a case net. It's like, right. Uh, right? You can like go in and go, okay, I'm about ready to go on a date it's with this Yelp guy. Right? <laughs> it's totally a Yelp review. It's a Yelp right. review. <laughs> I mean. Except, you know, if you're out and you're like, hold yeah. on a second, I got to look you up on Yelp. Oh, sorry. Have there been the ones that you want to lose, though? Like, oh, yeah. You, like you don't want their number or you don't want them to call you again? Yeah. Because I've had plenty of those as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. I have had that. Yeah, you, know, you can't even get them. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. just can't get them. You know, you just no. Right. I've had that too. Yeah. I think it's good too to sort of like differentiate between like heartache and then just plain old bad sex because mm. you know, I think oftentimes as as women we may tend to like marry the two ideas, but I think mm. they're kind of separate. If you oh, think I about think they're it. separate for sure. You know, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I've definitely, I've had, I, I I get what you're putting down. Yeah. I'm yeah. picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. I know that. Uh, <laughs> Don't you like how proper I said that? I'm like, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I know our listeners out there have probably also had bad sex oh, situations. Oh, my God. I'd love to hear some And we would love to have. Stories. If you, could, you know what like, I hate? I hate a whiskey dick. That's what I hate. Oh. That's the worst. Because the same thing as you did. Like, it's like you're, you know, you're out, you're having a good time. Whether it's a wedding reception or a bar scene or whatever, everyone's all drunk and good and feeling rosy on the inside. And then you get home to brick it down <laughs> and things are just <laughs> not working. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. That is Condom rough. won't stay on. It's just, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, and then just... you start to feel like it's you. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Because... And then you're just like, get out, because I'm going to have some country breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't even make it to the biscuits. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's that's stuff you have to think about, you know? I mean, when you're Like, how much is whiskey dick? Like, how many drinks equals whiskey dick? Right. Right. Well, I think every man is different. Every woman's different. Right, right. right. So, who'll need your status? I mean, What's your COVID status? <laughs> how, how many drinks is it how to whiskey? What's your handle? Yeah. For you. What's one too many? And I, and I need to know that number. Exactly. And then some of them, it's like different alcohols. So, it's like if they're drinking, like, you know, beer. Yeah. Or liquor or wine. Like, it just depends on yeah. some of the ones I've been with. Like, you can't, you know, you're like, I didn't think you were that drunk. (laughs) Maybe you're that drunk, you know? (laughs) Right. Let me work a little bit longer. (laughs) She was trying. This is not going to happen. It ends up up being like this little toy you're playing with, (laughs) passing back and forth in your hand. Batting around like like a kitten. (laughs) (laughs) Choo, choo, choo. 
All you need is him to pull out a laser light and oh start chasing that around the room. You and I are never going to meet anybody. Oh, no. Because after this little conversation, oh. we've just completely like... Yeah, there's no... No, it's okay. I mean, maybe the man who's really packing it will be like, have the balls to... <laughs> to send us yeah, an email exactly. here and you say, mean, I will take those ladies out. I, have, I will I have give the them pussy good you mean you'll have the pussy too? It'll <laughs> be a pussy. <laughs> um, yeah. So we would love to hear from our listeners. Please yes. send us emails. Um, Worst uh, sex. Story. Yeah, bad sex. Yeah, at uh, clearly speaking podcast at gmail.com yes. or, you know, send us a voicemail at 812 oh, yeah. and uh, tell us your own experiences. I mean, we've shared ours today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It'd be nice to have a little, yeah. little uh, group, <laughs> reciprocal, reciprocal, reciprocity right. <laughs> from our listeners. Build a community here. Yeah, I know. Right? It's all right. It's yeah. all right. I mean, what was like your plug, work sex? I should plug Lotus. Yes. Yes. Lotus. I'm gonna plug Lotus. Yeah. Lotus Real Estate Properties, Donna Marche White, 314-853-4928. Or Donna.white at cbrealty.com. And also, if you reach out to Donna, she also has great jewelry that she makes. Oh my gosh, and candles right now. Candles, candles. The uh, goddess candles. So I still have, I still have my man candle. My your mandel. I still have my mandel. So, well, Donna, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Fabulous. uh, Doing another episode with us. I know we love having you here. Yeah, I love um, being here. Like I said, it gives me a chance to do this part of things. Yeah. yeah, you know I don't have the face to face classes anymore, so and, the chance and for me to be connected. And we yes, wanted right? you to be here for longer than fifteen minutes, so yeah, right. It's all good. So. Yeah, so great to have you here. Salud. Here's to the pussies, ladies. Yes, pussies. <laughs> pussies. <laughs> 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 <laughs>